<laughs> and we back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're finally back uh, with another season. This is officially the start of season two of It's the End of the World. <laughs> unless, yes, unless, I am your host, Tiana. I am also here with my co-host, Skinny Never Skinny, you know, the one and only, the illustrious, you know what I'm saying, all that good stuff. Illustrious, wow. Yeah, yeah, pulling out new words. Wow, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, we're back after a long, Hiatus. necessary break, yeah. Um, you know, mental health and whatnot, which yeah. is what we're talking about today. Yeah, perfect topic. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, long story short, we all fucked up, go to therapy, podcast over. (laughs) I mean, what else do you need from me? Yeah, it's that simple. Therapy is, I feel like everyone should go to therapy, but so many people write it off just because of like what they've heard or because they had. Uh, one bad experience or a mm-hmm. handful of bad experiences but like mm-hmm. you said in a previous conversation finding a good therapist is like dating like yeah. you have to like you gotta try look- try on a few different ones and yeah. see which one is like what you need yeah. you know yeah. um and don't let that bad experience be your overall definition of therapy because you're only self-sabotaging, in my humble opinion, if you do that. Um, I definitely. I feel like, yeah, I've I've had a few therapists before. I'm, I got the therapist that I have now. Um, and the ones I had before made me, you know, be like, nah, fuck therapy. Therapy ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I found the therapist that I have now, like, she she cool as shit. Like, she, um, she really helped me, like, keep myself in check. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I got a big ego. I'm mm-hmm. a very like, uh, uh, I get in my own way a lot. So mm-hmm. I, I need somebody to keep me in check and make sure, I'm, you know, just make impulsive decisions and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, mm-hmm. that shit cool though. It, it's definitely worth it if you can get access to it. Um, it's so many, the thing, the good thing about, uh, I got times now is there's so much access to it. Um, there's so many like apps and shit like that where you can get some type of, you know, somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, cause a lot of times, a lot of people just, um, we like to just depend on our friends mm-hmm. to be like our, uh, our therapist, but it's mm-hmm. like, they not, they can't do that cause they got their own lives and their own things to worry about. Mm-hmm. Um, they can still and, be there for you. And the, the thing with an actual licensed therapist is they won't be a good one won't be biased Mm -hmm. you know when when you're coming to them with your uh, life stuff like a friend will whether it's in your favor or not in your favor just because of whatever the circumstance that therapist is going to provide like a really good outside perspective that I think is necessary and missing in Mm -hmm. a lot of uh, communications and yeah. that shit is vital so yeah. you're not like so stuck in your ways you know mm-hmm. even with relationships I feel like it's, it's good to have uh, therapy cause I feel like um, sometimes when you get into a relationship it's easy to get into this place where uh, with your significant other where you don't really listen to them cause mm-hmm. you feel like everything is like a critique mm-hmm. um, instead of it being like you know okay, I made you feel like this and that's my bad, it becomes like, well, I ain't do it on purpose. Or da, 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 you know what I'm saying? You get defensive when it's your yeah. partner versus like somebody who's unbiased and, and kind of playing the middle could, could give you that. Like, well, how you think this feels? How you think this makes them feel? And then you kind of think about it like, all right. Um, People so also it, get yeah. so comfortable with their partners that they don't, realize you have to continue to learn each Mm -hmm. other and how to communicate with you because like everybody's constantly growing but the point of our relationship is to figure out how to grow together in the Mm -hmm. most productive way possible so a lot of people miss that too and a therapist 
like I said, it'll just provide that outside perspective that when they say that, when they say whatever the big revelation is, you're like, duh. Mm-hmm. Duh! Like, a, a therapist doesn't even give you the answers to everything. They just ask you the questions to make you, you provide your own stuff. self the answers, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's just dope. Shout out to therapy. Proud of you for starting therapy, yeah. restarting therapy, too. So glad that you're having a good experience. Um, yeah. But since we're, like, shouting out therapy and stuff, I just wanted to... Uh, provide a couple links for people if you have insurance these two um, websites therapy for black girls and therapy for black men dot com for both of them I think <laughs> just try dot com if not it'll be like the, the actual website will come up but they have like a little search filter thing where you can put in your insurance and they'll show the different therapists that accept your insurance um so yeah, shout out to them. Therapy Therapy for Black Girls is how I found my therapist. And shout out to Dr. D. She is like the homegirl, you know? Like it don't really feel like therapy when I'm catching up with her. It's literally just like me telling her, you know, what's the 411 and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then her just like affirming or like suggesting other things. And I'm like, you know what? You're right, girlfriend. You're right. Thank mm-hmm. you. Take my money. See you in a month. You know? <laughs> um, so yeah, check out therapy if you haven't, or if you have, and you didn't have a good experience, highly recommend. Yeah, um, give it a shot. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, the, this, this trauma shit, I mean, trauma is so overused now, but I don't mm-hmm. know what other, what else to call it. But this Man, trauma, this trauma shit runs, runs a long waves back. Like mm-hmm. before you were born, before you were conceived, before you were even a thought, my nigga, that trauma mm-hmm. shit is. It's in, it's in your genetic code. You it's know? in your bloodline, babe, for yeah. centuries, <laughs> for yeah. centuries. Cause I'm not, I'm not religious. I'm just spiritual. I believe in the ancestors and I believe I believe specifically that everyone that has come before you that you come from, like in your family, um, they're still within you. And so you're carrying all of their good shit, but also all of their all of their I don't want to say bad shit, but all of the uh, not so good shit, too. Mm. You know, so it's like. You have that on top of the childhood trauma that's been passed down for generations until your parents passed it on to you on top of whatever trauma you experience in your particular lifetime. So it's just like, it's so, especially for Black people, it's so much, dude. It's so much. And it's so important and vital, in my humble opinion, to be able to trace the behaviors back, mm-hmm. identify them, and then figure out what to do from there just so you can live a more um quality life you know because you're out you're out here in the world interacting with people that have also experienced so much trauma and are coming from their own trauma so it's just like everyone's out here traumatized and just traumatizing each other Uh it's like pretty much pretty much in black households specifically uh i think even still this shit isn't talked about but it's being talked about a lot more than it was once upon a time Mm -hmm. but even now i feel like there needs to be a bigger conversation um i think unfortunately a lot of things and from what i've seen um with, with black households a lot of things come down to just like it's either like you crazy or like just give them uh some like riddling or some shit you know what i'm saying like I feel like they've kind of but why why or why diagnosed hmm? why what do you mean what why like, do you think those are the like main responses in black households? Um, I don't know I think it's I think it's a way to like kind of uh what's the word I guess kind of like squash um the I don't know I guess like kind of kill the the childlike um essence or just the 
like allowing kids to just be kids. It's like like if they too hyperactive or they too busy, it's like just give them drugs or just mm-hmm. everything is like ADHD or ADD. And it's like, nah, they just kids. Like they want to be stimulated other ways and just sitting at a desk. Like or watching TV. Yeah, or just yeah, or playing on a tablet or some shit. So it's so like, yes. I Go feel ahead. like, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so excited. I like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> let me let you finish. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Continue. Uh, With your closing statement. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Cut that shit off. Clean. I just feel like, um, especially with technology getting to where it is, um, I feel like it feels like the more access we have to technology or just to shit, um, it would seem like we would, I guess, kind of deal with our mental health better. But it seems like it's gotten worse. Um, Before we go into that, because that's a whole nother rant for me, yeah. <laughs> remind me to come back to that social media thing. But I kind of wanted to answer my own question too. So like, yes, with people just writing... um um, nurturing your child off as them being over reactive or over whatever the fuck and just you know taking the easy way out I think that people even back then so I can't even say the current generation but just like for the longest time and I'm talking about black people specifically because I can't really talk about any other experience I haven't lived it but I think black people just for so long have had no time uh, to just simply exist. Mm -hmm. So let alone raise a child. No, no. Have had no time to exist, have no time for themselves, let alone have time to raise a child. Mm -hmm. That's why I think way back when it was kind of like it took a village just because Mm -hmm. everybody was had to work to the freaking bone just to keep food on the table. So it's like you'd be dependent on the, um, the Grammys of the neighborhood. And, you know, if you're, if your neighbors see your kid acting up, they could beat that ass and then send you home to get your ass beat again, you Mm -hmm. know? But like people just don't have the time or the energy to give to their kids because they're having to dedicate it to survival. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah. like I mean, you got they 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 they, they they look at how kids have been um treated for a while, you know, like you go to school, you come home, you do homework, you watch TV, eat dinner, go to sleep. Mm-hmm. If you need more than that, sorry, I don't know what to do. So let me give you these drugs, especially because these professional people are recommending that. Mm-hmm. But it's like no, just like go on a hike or something. Or right, spend you know? time with your kids, you know? You know, like, um, I don't even want to make it sound that simple because I have empathy for the parents too. Like, oh, definitely. niggas be tired, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Niggas don't have time. And the little bit of time you have, you just want to rest. Right. You're you not trying to run it? around. You're not trying to hike. <laughs> like, niggas, they trying to do that. You, you know? gotta have your you time. You still got to have, you know... Cause and most like, of the time, it's not even that. People just want to be able to sit down and breathe after yeah. working so much. So yeah. it's... it's um, I don't know. It's just... But I think a, a lot of time as a parent, you you kind of give up. Um, maybe not like on purpose, but like you kind of... And I'm not a parent, so... You mm-hmm. know but just, come on with it. Come on. But I've seen like it seems like you kind of give up yourself in order to take care of your child. Like, but you shouldn't have to, I know that, but I'm saying a lot of, a lot of, I've seen a lot of parents. I was just heard where parents would be like, I used to like this, or I used to like that. I used to do this. I used to do that, but now they got kids. So they don't. Mm -hmm. And it's like the fact that you have to basically choose between like raising a child and like, still being yourself is like that shit crazy like it's but it's the it's the way society is though like they you as a human are specifically here to work mm-hmm. and produce to make us more money 
Anything else outside of that is not important and good luck to you. Mm-hmm. We got these government programs and shit that make it seem like we're doing something and trying to help because we recognize yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Honey, they don't do shit. They don't do shit. They make it extremely difficult to take advantage of these of these programs. Mm-hmm. So it's like it just leaves it once again to us to like get creative and work with each other and figure this shit out. But instead, when your child comes to you um, or maybe doesn't come to you, if you're noticing things that are not normal in air quotes um you're just you're just written off or they just automatically label you as crazy and like don't worry about them (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. but it's like no babe no people need help right people need help you need help and your kid needs help so Mm -hmm. what now what you finna do what you finna do I, I'm not even going to go into that right now. Oh, but the social media thing. Um, yeah, social media would be a super great tool if the motherfuckers who, who made it and continue to like push the algorithm, you know, push it didn't make it as a distraction. Like social media is probably the greatest tool that has been given to us in the history of ever, you know, like for the first time ever, we're able to communicate with each other from across the world in real time. We're Mm -hmm. able to record these freaking crazy events, like niggas getting beat up by authority figures Mm -hmm. and like post that shit to the internet. So you, it's not just he say, she say, no, my nigga, there's evidence. Like, Like it's, it's, it's such a great tool, but it's a really also a really good distraction from how shitty everyday life is. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the easy way out is to use it as a distraction and not put in the work mm-hmm. to spend more time with your child and figure out how to give yourself more time and figure out how to, if not therapy, then somehow learn to communicate with each other. I don't know. I don't care. Just, I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know, but it all, it all, it all always, always, it always comes back to capitalism. Mm -hmm. Dude, I hate it so much, but like, I don't know. I'm really, I'm really happy that within the past five to 10 years, uh, the conversation has become more prevalent and more and more people are talking about it. I still think it needs to be a bigger conversation, but you know, baby steps. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that it's come this far. Um, about a year or something ago. I don't know. Um, my dad, I was living in, uh, his place, but he had moved out to live with his partner Um, He wanted to, you know, just provide me my own space. Um, But I think he came over for something while I was at work. I don't remember why. It's not important either. But um, he called me later, like while I was at work, so pissed off because the house was a fucking mess. Mm -hmm. And it, it was like, it's in the middle of a work week. Like, I don't. I'm not worried about keeping the house tidy in the middle of a work week. Like I saved that right. shit for my days off, you know, and I completely forgot that he he was coming over. He told me he was coming over, but I totally forgot. Mm-hmm. And so he came over and saw the whole mess and threw a freaking fit. Sorry, dad, I'm putting you on blast, but you put me on blast all the time. So whatever. Anyways, mm-hmm. he threw a fit. And like when we fi- he finally got me on the phone, I think it's when I was off. And he was just like fussing, 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 fussing. My mom had warned me too. She warned me of what I was about to get into because I had missed his first call. And so he called her just furious. She was like, girl, you need to call your dad. And I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. So he's just fussing, 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 fussing. And I literally just started like, <laughs> I had a slight mental breakdown <laughs> mm-hmm. because I was probably... 
uh, that might have been the beginning of the worst um, mental health that I've ever dealt with in my life. And um, I was just like, bro, I don't know why I'm not cleaning consistently. I don't freaking know. And then, like, as I'm talking to him, I was like, it's because I'm sad as fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sad as hell. Like, I, it's hard for me to even cook for myself. It's hard for me to get, like, I'm literally an autopilot getting up and going to work every day. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know which one to tell you. Cleaning the house is not high on my priority list right now. And he wasn't hearing me. Like, he just kept fussing about how the house wasn't clean. And I'm just like, and before I even got to the point of breaking down, I was like, I don't think we should have this conversation because I'm not in the right headspace and you're already like too upset. And whatever I say, you're just going to take it as an excuse right now. So I feel like we should talk about it later. But, you know, he's upset and he's just like, no, we're going to talk about this right now. And I'm like, time to break down. And it wasn't until I broke down and like, explain I think even then he didn't get it but I was like dad you're not hearing me you're you're not listening you're just waiting to talk Mm -hmm. you're you're not you're not hearing what the fuck I'm saying and so we got off the phone he kept thinking I was making an excuse by saying that I'm depressed but it wasn't until his partner who deals with her own um you know like mental health she she definitely gets it because she deals with it herself and he gets that she deals with it like he understands from her perspective he just didn't believe the fact that I was depressed because of when it was coming up when he was confronting me about the house being clean but I'm like this is one of the signs you know like, you know I'm normally a very clean person like I don't this is not how the shit usually is you haven't fussed at me for not cleaning up in years like that should be red flag number one but he was just so zoned in on what he had already made up in his mind you know so it wasn't until he went home and well he was already home but it wasn't until he told his partner about the conversation we just had she went and printed some information out and Mm. gave it to him and was like you need to read this you need to listen to that girl and take her seriously if she is telling you this you need to listen and not do the opposite of what you just did. So then he called back and like, you know, we were able to actually communicate and, you know, that. But it's like black black parents typically, I think, just think that you're trying to make an excuse for why you're not doing this or why this is the way it is. And it's like, bro, no, if your kid is telling you some shit like that, you need to listen. Yeah. Most of the time, people don't even want to say, I didn't want to say it, but he just like pushed me into it. But now, in hindsight, I'm really, really glad that we had that talk because like he'll check on me like, you know, how's your mental, you know, all that type of shit. I was like, oh, how cute. Thanks for being invested. I appreciate it. Um, But yeah, I think that's a common response in Black households. And I just hope we continue to move away from that. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, shout out to my dad. That's shout my homie. Dad. That's my homie. That's my bestie. Um, damn. Do you think mental health is getting worse with each generation? I'd say so. Um, That's so sad. Um, they had a report that said, uh, like, after social media became, like, a thing, um the number of suicides um, like skyrocketed. Um, and at this point, um, a person is more likely, just statistically, a person is more likely to kill themselves than kill somebody else. Mm. Um, so just that alone, I feel like, says a lot about just where we are like as a whole mentally. Um mm-hmm. Cause I don't think it's just an American thing. I don't think it's just a, even though, you know, me and you, we focus on, you know, a black thing because we're both, you know, blacks. I don't, I don't think it belongs to just, you know, um, us as far as the thinking and the stigma around it. No, um, not at all. Not at all. Not yeah. at all. Um, and I think that a lot of people um, are just not okay. And I think what, what makes it worse is that we're so, I guess we've normalized not being okay so much. Yes. 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 
Cause I'm sorry. Say that shit. Run that shit back. Run that shit back. Run that shit back. Run that shit back. We. Rewind. We've normalized not being okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you see it just in the memes and the jokes we make. Like, like yeah. we joke about killing ourselves. We joke about dying. We joke about like just all types of shit. That is like, why? Why are we okay with that? Like, why are we? Why is that funny to us? You know what I'm saying? And I understand like humor is how some people deal with stuff, but some of this shit. It's a cry for help. It's yes. Really for help. Yes. Yeah. Let's let's just yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um I mean, is there I don't know. I hate I hate I hate saying this because it's just such a pessimistic way of thinking, but I just it's, it was so many different topics, but specifically with mental health, I just feel like we're so far gone mm-hmm. and you can't even say how do we get back because get back to what yeah it's like what's the standard what's, there's what's like the, the, the bar is on the floor the bar is in hell okay yeah. like it's just like i i think honestly at this point the only way you could really genuinely like i guess have some type of um restart is to just completely completely erase everybody's ego mm-hmm. like and just start over like start over from scratch because I think that's really what it centers around is like we because of social media and like different I guess mass media as a whole like we have this idea we have certain ideas about like what we should value and what's important like what we have and all the materialistic shit I don't have this I don't have that so I'm not good enough or I'm not making this much money, so I'm I'm not good enough. Or I didn't go to this school, or I didn't do this, or I don't work at this job, da da da. And we're just it's just constant like comparison, constant like I'm not where I'm supposed to be because I saw this thing on Instagram, or I'm not where I'm supposed to be because my my you know this person that I knew in high school is like a multi millionaire now, mm-hmm, and now mm-hmm. I feel some type of way about my own life, and it's like. Mm-hmm. We just, we, it's so much of a, like, we, I should be here. Or I should be doing this. I should be better. I should be this. It should be like this. Mm-hmm. But it's like, who says that? Like, who, who's to say, like, your life is supposed to be like somebody else's or you're supposed to be, you know, in a certain place at a certain time. Like, we, I think, um, just time and just, uh, I guess, like, youth or just age is such a big topic all the time because mm-hmm. uh i feel like everybody's kind of in this race and it feels like we're constantly just racing against basically our own death like like capitalism yeah trying to squeeze as many things into like working and, and doing all the things that we're kind of required to do and then we get one vacation out of you know 365 days and we we satisfy like I get to, you know, take a trip to Jamaica for seven days and that make up for the the other days where I'm working 12 hour shifts and working, you know, getting a 30, 30 minute break and some shit, you know, it's, um, but I don't even think it's a matter of like completely erasing your ego, just shrink it, you know, like we're, (laughs) we're, we're so, um, But does the that, ego is a very humanist. It's a very human thing. And to that's have. what I was gonna say. Is so. Is, do you think that complete, like shrinking your ego? Do you think that? How can I say it? Do you think it's possible? Like, what if it's just a human thing that some people's egos are just bigger than others? I think it is, but I think that's why it's also important to go to therapy so you have someone to tell you when you're being a narcissistic asshole, when you have someone to tell you that you are being extremely insecure and how do you expect to have any relationship, any healthy relationship with, you know, it's like. Counteract it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we're going to be human. We're going to have these human traits. That's Mm -hmm. just it's inevitable. It is what it is, but you have to learn 
how to live with them, with yourself, and then around other people who are also experience, experiencing pretty much the same shit. Mm-hmm. But that goes back to, well, I ain't going to say goes back to, but I think one thing that I guess you hear a lot or I guess one response you're going to get is like, okay, it's not, especially here, um, you don't just get access to like therapy. We barely get access to like physical you know, um, what is it like physical help? You know what I'm saying? As far as like going to the doctor, oh yeah, like shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like medical like, assistance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when it comes to like mental shit, that's even like more like I guess difficult. Because some doctors we, still don't even believe in in mental health. Yeah, so so it's just like I guess it's about like what you have access to. Mm-hmm. Um. And and I guess to say like okay everybody should just like go to therapy, I think is it's the it's the I guess it's the I don't want to say the best answer like it's the answer that I guess is the most straightforward. Um, but I guess for people who might not have access to that, it's like it's like all right, so what do they you know what's the alternative? Because it's like. Not everybody gonna have money to see a therapist, or not everybody gonna be able to, you know, put their kids and themselves in therapy, or you know, whatever the case may be. It's like, mm-hmm. um, I think that's more of a a society thing, um, and more of just like, wait, what is therapy? No, I'm saying like not being able to have access. Yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. More yeah, of yeah, like yeah. a, you know, a setup kind of like where. That's okay. Well, here, if you have a phone, a smartphone, but if you can't, if you can't get therapy for whatever reason, but you have access to a smartphone, there's so many different apps. It's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. It's better than nothing. Like even if it's just like start journaling. Um, I think the one thing that everybody has to remember with mental health, regardless if you got therapists, whatever the fuck you got going on. It, it starts with yourself. Like you really gotta take account accountability for yourself. Like yeah. No no amount no like That's no, a key word. No amount of somebody telling you about yourself or talking to you or nothing is gonna change like if you're not willing to like notice um what's going on with you. Like you gotta be able to look at yourself and say, like, I do need help. Like I do need to talk to somebody or maybe I'm not okay and that's and that's okay like we all it's okay to be like i'm not okay you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying Mm -hmm. um and i know a lot of people aren't ready to face themselves and that's why we end up in these loops where we like why do i keep ending up in situations or why do i keep ending up it's because you're not really you're not willing to deal with yourself you're not willing to face yourself so i think just keep trying to blame your shit on everybody else everybody else and and your past and your trauma and that's and it's valid, like your feelings are valid and your trauma is valid and all that, but it still comes down to accountability and just saying like, okay, I'm not going to let this thing, whatever it was, like make me kind of cynical. Like I'm not going to let it make me, you know, lash out and hurt other people because I've been through some shit. Listen to you. Uh, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm, still, I'm still, you know. Same shitty ass nigga. No, you're not, my nigga, because that <laughs> shit was so profound, bro. Like, goddamn, that was a really good point, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, accountability is the freaking key word. It's real shit, though. People be avoiding themselves, like, goddamn. I don't even know, bro. They just, they just, it's just so much easier to not. It's just yeah. so much easier to distract mm-hmm. and continue. In those same loops, even though that's what's making you sad as hell. Being comfortable is not always the best thing. That's one thing I have learned. Like true, yeah, true that, y'all, true that. And especially with this this whole pandemic, bruh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. bruh, Mm. bruh. I I mean that 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 shit has yeah literally (laughs) literally made people ah on top on top of the grief and everything else. I think that leads back to what we just said. Like a lot of people not ready to deal with themselves, and I think once 
you're forced to be in the house and you lose your job or whatever the case may be and you you kind of forced to be or you just can't like, go out on yeah, the weekend you can't go like you used to yeah. yeah like i feel like the pandemic kept a lot of people inside mm-hmm. and that forced a lot of people to have to deal with themselves or just deal mm-hmm. with their situation mm-hmm. um and it taught a lot of people like damn like like i really don't like being alone like i really can't be alone and and that is that silence be call. too loud bro yeah that silence yeah. be too loud. Thughts be screaming, help! Mm-hmm. <laughs> SOS! Mm-hmm. And you're like, nah, <laughs> Hennessy. I need to go to work. I need Lots to of weed. Fun. I need to go to the, I need to go to the I club. love, listen, I love weed, but weed can cloud your shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's all I'm saying. Definitely. That's all I'm saying. Stop smoking for a day. And just take note of how many times you get irritated over some super small shit. Because mm-hmm. you're not used to used to facing your emotions without mm-hmm. that buffer, you know. Mm-hmm. I think a tolerance break, if you're if you smoke weed, is um, well with any addiction really. If because weed, I I think you can get addicted to weed, but if possible, I think a tolerance break is uh. No, let's go back to weed. I'm not going to talk about tolerance break with anything else, but I think a tolerance break is necessary every now and again if you mm-hmm. smoke weed like consistently. Um, just so you can understand yourself a little bit more because mm-hmm. niggas don't even be knowing who they are, bro. Yeah. They don't take that time. They don't take that time. Mm-hmm. And going through the world like it is right now not knowing who you are not knowing how to deal with your emotions not you know that's like that's not the move Mm-mm. that's not the move no i say now more than ever you gotta be you gotta know yourself because it's like mm-hmm. the world is about to be, like the world always gonna give you like a million different images of who you should be but i feel mm-hmm. like right now it, it's just like overloaded um, mm-hmm. just the mm-hmm. way that like the algorithms are set up and like how you could say something like I want these shoes and then you scroll it on Instagram and you see an ad for the same shoes you wanted that wow. you were talking about and it's it's just like the fact that we're at this point um, everything is just kind of like every I feel like everybody's perception of themselves is so tainted um, yeah it's so sad that a lot of people don't even know like what part of them is them and what part of them is like social media or just yep like outside influence. Yep. Um, yep. And yep. Yeah, like yep. you said, it's sad. Yeah. 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 But uh I don't know. I just urge I just urge people I'll let to break from social media too. Like take yeah, take a break. Cause that, that is definitely an addiction. Definitely. Yes. Def- I'm addicted to that shit. <laughs> I'll literally, I'll be sitting and I'll check Instagram and Twitter, put my phone down and then pick my phone up and do it again, even though it's two seconds. And I'm not even doing it intentionally. It's mm-hmm. literally just muscle memory. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Who has the controller for my brain? Because it is not me. It's, it's literally Zuckerberg. like Facebook data. <laughs> like shit, bro. Like shit. <laughs> So, yeah, bro. Yeah. Take some, yeah, yeah. You got to take time with yourself. Mm-hmm. Remember that, that I guess, like, what helped me a lot with mental health is kind of remembering that none of this is, like, I don't say none of it is real because I don't want people to be like, oh, you want some, like, you know, some yeah, yeah, yeah. type shit. Yeah, yeah, But, yeah. like, I don't know, like, look at it really like none of this is really real. Like, it's a lot of it is man-made, like, the at, at least the the ideas and the boxes that we put on ourselves and the labels we put on ourselves like they're man made like you don't have to subscribe to anything that anybody's doing just because we like normalized it or said it's okay like mm-hmm. it's it's okay to just just say like this is the life that I want for me like you don't have to want millions of dollars if you cool making whatever you make and you got your family and you you living somewhere and you making a good amount and you straight like that's cool like be happy with the mm-hmm. life that you pick don't chase the 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 glamour and the, the celebrityism and all that shit because it's like all that shit is just just a trap to get you to to most of them celebrities they're not happy 
Like yep. they walking around every day. People take got a, a big ass house and sad as hell. All that and just sad as hell because they they can't be alone. They don't get no privacy. They whole life is just broadcasted every day, and it's just like, is it worth it? Like, was it really worth it in the end to like have people cut you is down it worth every day? It? Did you work? I'm sorry. That's all I can hear. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's just like it's not. None of that shit is worth your mental health for real. Like if you can find comfortability in whatever you're doing, like just do, just do that. Like do, yeah. do what make you feel, feel, feel free. Like a real. lot of this shit don't matter, bro. What does yeah. matter is love, love of yourself and love of others. Yeah. And if we could all, I know this, this sounds cheesy as hell, but like that's literally what everything just boils down to mm-hmm. is, is having. Having and being able to show love. Love yourself um, and then you're gonna wanna love other people. Like it's just that simple. Like you gonna wanna love you want you gonna want you're going to want to give love out because of the love that you feel for yourself. Like mm-hmm. like he said, like it's And people are going to want to give that love to you because they yeah, see how much you it. love yourself. But okay, 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 hold on, because there's been a big thing on social media about this. Okay. Do you have to love yourself before someone else can love you? Okay. So I was thinking about that. Um, and I actually was talking to my therapist about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like you don't have to love yourself to have someone love you for who you are. But you do have to love yourself in order to correctly love somebody else. Because if you don't love yourself, you're going to spend a lot of time like projecting and and trying to make up for the things that you don't love. You're plucking about. nerves right now. <laughs> You're plucking nerves like a motherfucker right now. Like like it's that it I know we want to like be like somebody I think we get the idea that somebody can love us out of our trauma. Um but they can't like your person can take care of you in certain ways but at the end of the day if you don't love yourself it's gonna show in your relationship it's and they could out. they could try and love you out of your trauma by showing you the way to love yourself out of your trauma but if you don't pick up on that it, i think it's i think it's inevitable that it's just going to eventually feel like a job yeah for the other person they're gonna feel like they they're trying to like save you from yourself and nobody can do that and eventually what's gonna happen is either they're going to leave you because it's going to be too much work or they're going to stay with you, but they're going to end up resenting you because they're going to feel like I could have done X, Y, and Z, but instead I'm I'm here trying to teach you like how to love yourself. And don't get me wrong. Like that's not me saying like somebody won't find you and be like, okay, I want to, I want to be with you mm-hmm. like through your struggles and through your shit. But there's a difference between dealing with somebody while they're going through their thing and they're dealing with their shit and being with somebody who's just going to sit in their shit and, and say, this is who I am. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. it's one thing to be like, okay, I'm going to love you because I even though I see like, like I have bipolar, like I've been diagnosed with bipolar. So if I'm with somebody and I tell them, I tell, I tell women up front, like I have, a, I have bipolar one, like, you know, these are my symptoms, you know, da, 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 da. if I'm coming to you and I'm telling you like, these are my symptoms, this is what I have. And you say that's too much for me. I can't deal with that. Cool. Like, I'm not going to, you know, be mad at you for that. But if you come to me and you say, okay, I can deal with that as I'm dealing with my shit too, mm-hmm. like as I'm dealing with it myself. You come along and say, "Okay, I'm willing to stand beside you while you deal with it." Mm-hmm. Then that's that is essentially the type of relationship that you want. Because I feel like a lot of people look for their relationship to solve the problems within themselves, but your relationship is supposed to be an attachment. It's not supposed to be your life. It's supposed to be an in uh, supposed to be an extension of like your happiness, yeah. an extension of your love, an extent. Like I love myself so much that I have some more to give to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So when, you, when you're when you trying to give somebody love that you don't have for yourself, you just end up taking from them. Like you, you're draining them in order to give them love back. And that mm-hmm. just ends up with you draining more from them 
than they're willing than they're able to give you because mm-hmm. they still have their own love that they have to give themselves because i've been in situations on both sides where i felt like i was giving more love than i was getting back but then it was other situations where it was vice versa so it's like you really feel it like when you're in a relationship where it's not equally yoked you feel it um mm-hmm. so i think the people that get upset and say like you don't have to love yourself or da da da. Like people can love you. That's fine, but you also have to think about the other person. Mm-hmm. You have to think about how you're affecting them. Because yeah, you might be fine with, you know, um kind of sitting in your shit and being um destructive and, and impulsive and all these other things. It's kinda like the people who are like and I hate this shit so much when I see this shit on like um on like uh what the fuck is it called? On like Tinder and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But when women especially say shit like, I'm a handful, but that's why you have two hands or some shit like that. Okay. I think that that's kind of like that logic of like, I'm not gonna deal with my own shit, so you're gonna have to deal with me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's cute at first, but eventually after the the initial fun of the toxicity where it's mm-hmm. all, it just becomes mm-hmm. It comes lackluster. It becomes like annoying. Niggas get exhausted. You get exhausted. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, yeah. now I don't want to deal with you because it's like, I don't want to have to coach you on how to deal with yourself. So essentially, I feel like, yeah, people can find you and love you for who you are. But ultimately, I think you have to think about the other person when you say, like, I'm just going to be who I am and not try to grow. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to be depressed and, and, you know, sit in that depression and sit in my, you know, whatever, and let this person kind of just drag me along, basically. Like, mm-hmm. um, so if you're doing the self-work, then I think, yeah, like, definitely, like, you could find love and, like, really work at that shit. But you you really got to work at that shit. Um, but Can I ask you? Huh? Did you intentionally say... I have bipolar instead of I am bipolar. Well, I'm supposed to say my therapist said I'm supposed to say I live with live with bipolar. I'm not supposed to say like I have bipolar. Actually, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, because I know language is very important too mm-hmm. when yeah, that's why I said that when yeah. dealing with that type of shit. So okay, good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, you pretty much said everything that needed to be said to that question. So I have no further comment on that specifically. (laughs) Um, amen. (laughs) Preaching to the choir, but I don't know. Do you think that's a good, I feel like that's a good way to end it. Do you have any other thoughts or notes or questions or ideas or? No, not really. I mean, I was just. No, I would just say. Um, I would just say, like, deal with your shit. Like, deal with it. It's tough, but deal with your shit. Like, don't be, don't be defensive. Don't be like. I know it's it's it's. It, it hurts to have to like, it hurts to have to tell yourself that you're not the person that you thought you were. Yeah. Like when you think that you're just like, not nobody, I don't think anybody thinks they're perfect. Um, unless you're like, but a you, you do have so, like a preconceived. Yeah. Kind of uh, notion. About image or notion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you kind of think that you affect the world a certain way and that, you that people around you kind of respond to you a certain way mm-hmm. so when somebody comes along and they kind of give you that shock of like nah this is actually who you are or this is mm-hmm. how you made me feel mm-hmm. it's kind of like you don't want to take it because you like you fucking up my self-image um but i think the one thing that you have to realize is that like self is is in itself is not a thing like there is no self because every day you're you're literally like evolving changing rearranging your your priorities like things every day change for you and you're, you're allowed to 
I guess you're allowed to to live in a paradox. Like you're allowed to to wake up one day and say, I don't want to be the person I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then you can go about your day. And, and when people say, oh, well, yesterday you said it was cool. Like today is not cool. Mm-hmm. And that's just how I'm moving yeah. forward. And I think that's a lot of times people are afraid to kind of set that boundary. And that's another part of mental health too, is setting boundaries. It's a big part. Um, being able to like, you know, let people know like, okay, I'm cool with you, but like, this is where I feel safe for me. Like this yeah. is where I, I kind of keep my bubble. Um, yeah. And, and having people respect that. Um, but yeah, it really just goes back to like, just understanding like, you're allowed to just go with whatever you feel, whatever you, you, you think is right for you. Like you allowed to go with that shit and don't mm-hmm. let nothing make you question that shit. Um, your path is your path. Um, your parents might know some shit, but they've been wrong before too. Um, just, I don't know, listen to yourself, listen to yourself first and then, you know, go with it. Even if you're wrong, it's like, at least you trusted yourself over mm-hmm. you know somebody else um but yeah okay it. reverend skinny okay <laughs> oh, damn wrapping right. up the sermon and shit you know what i'm saying just no nah, that was good life. shit though <laughs> ah, <did I? laughs> collection plate going yeah, around now i need some um, gas money <laughs> wait what kind of gas a bow, shit. <laughs> Whatever you try to get, donation. For real, though. Nah, that was real shit. I literally have nothing to add. What am I even here for? <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Dighead. <laughs> but I feel, I feel good about that. Yeah. I think I'm. I think we're good to leave it off here. Yeah, I like that. That's a good yeah. little. Yeah. Go to therapy. If you can't go to therapy, look at yourself in the mirror for five minutes every day and have a conversation. Get mm-hmm. to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Figure That's out cool. what you know. Figure out what the hell is up, what the hell is down, and like what's going around and around, and mm-hmm. just start there. And trust yourself. If yeah, if some, if some feel like you need to get rid of it. Don't don't go back and forth. Don't you know what I'm saying? Whether it be some some greasy ass fuck nigga or some job that you hate, if you feel like you need to let that shit go because it's fucking you up on the inside, like mm-hmm. let that shit go. Figure it out. Figure mm-hmm. it out afterwards. Mm-hmm. I know it's it's easier said than done, but like your mental health got to come first because you can't do shit else if you if your if your brain ain't working right. Like nothing else gonna work right. Everything else gonna be fucked up too. That would be the stress, heart attacks, all that type of shit. Cancer, hello? everything. Hello, hello. Because it's not just coming from the food, baby. Nah. You self sabotaging. I ain't lying. People having strokes at younger ages all the time now because we all stressed out. So take care of your brain, man. Yeah. You deserve it. Yes. I amen, Reverend Skinny, who passing hey, the collection man. plate around now. Oh, Thank y'all so much for tuning in. We're oh, finally oh, 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 back oh, oh, in oh, this bitch. <laughs> we finally back in this joint, and uh, we'll catch y'all for episode two. Yeah. Adios. <laughs>